Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News. This is attempt number two, but the audio people don't know that, but you'll never know. This is, uh, we're going to be talking about Gamescom. I'm Nick Tendo, the handsome man next to me, which hopefully everybody can hear because he's got such a wonderful voice. Uh, his name is Sean Abbott. We're going to be talking about Gamescom. We're going to be talking about uh, all the stuff that Phil's got to say. We're going to be talking about uh, why Sony decided they wanted to raise prices. Let's get this show on the road, people. Sean, please say something and hopefully they hear it. Hi, my name is Sean and this is Game Pass News. We really hope that you heard that. Sorry. Um, every time my computer restarts, uh, all the audio files get reset. So it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun time. Hey, uh, hey, Chad says he can hear me. So, you know, that works. That's, that's cool. great. That's great. Hey, we are really sorry for the gremlins and the snafus. Those are on me. Um, we appreciate you guys for coming back. We really, really do. Thanks so much um, for for being here. Uh, so, Sean, uh, again, uh, how's life going, man? Before we jump into all the Xboxy Game Passy chat, uh, it's really good. Again, I want to say thanks to everyone that's in the live chat and extend your apology from me as well. Um, and thanks again to Simple Monk for the uh, subscription for six months with his with his Prime account. That's great. We enjoy that. Thank you very much. Um, no, I'm good. It's been great. It's been like the week of good news. Well, I say the week of good news. I've had one, two bits of good news, one bit of bad news. So, yeah. I'll start the with the good news. Is winning out. Uh, That's the important part. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> first, Lindsay's got accepted to a bachelor's degree in teaching for basically what she teaches in. So, health and social care and stuff like that, which is great, which means she can go ahead and she can teach up to a level five in that she'll be a level six. That's really good news. She kept that secret that she'd applied for that, so it wasn't sure. So very, very proud of her for getting in for awesome. that. Um, and then the second bit of good news is Jay passed all her exams for GCSE, so she's super happy. She gets to go ahead and do all the bits and pieces of college that she wants to do. She wants to go and do psychology, English language, and criminology. So Nice. Awesome. Man. Yeah, Proud good group dad of moment. Cool deal. <clears throat> oh. oh yeah, definitely. She like she didn't sleep last night. My wife didn't sleep last night. I slept like an absolute log because <laughs> I'd been awake for for absolutely ages, and I wasn't worried because I knew she'd done real. She put all her effort in, and, and it's paid off. So that's awesome. Very good. Um, the bad news is that my car is going to the scrap heap in the in in the sky. Um, it's officially deader than dead. Wouldn't pass its MOT which I don't know if you guys, you guys probably have a version of an MOT. Um, Michigan does not. I, um, you can drive any piece of crap you want to drive on the road. If I send you my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are some states who do that do have, uh, because I guess what, what I'm guessing you're talking about is MOT. Like it's got to pass a certain, like your car has to be a certain level of okay basically right is yeah. that what that so is they, yeah, yeah it's it, it's over here it's the ministry of transport and it's got to pass the <clears throat> certified thing so it's got to hit certain um excuse me it's got to hit certain emissions criteria all the lights have got to work the brakes have got to work like the brake lines have got to be in decent working order um 
it's just it's, it's just not going to do it. It's not going to pass. I wouldn't pass on emissions because the engine in the car uh, is the kind of engine that the UK government are wanting to get rid of at the moment. Mm. So they made the emissions regulations that tight that it probably wouldn't pass anyway. Um, but there's just so much like little things wrong with the car that yeah, and it's not worth me fixing it. So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we we do not. Um... I mean, those things like if your brake lights out, you'll get pulled over by the cops and blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but but like there's not like you got to you got to prove before you can like get relicensed that that your car is in working order. It seems like something wise that should happen, but we don't have it. So whatever. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. like everything over here revolves around that. So your car, you can't have to have an MOT for you to have it taxed, which means it's road legal. And you, if your car for whatever reason if you don't have i think it's if you don't have an mot that's three points because then you're driving without a car without an mot your tax your car hasn't got tax that's another three points on your license and then because it doesn't have either tax or road insurance um doesn't have an mot or car tax uh car insurance uh, sorry car ta- road tax um your insurance is ex- insurance is then exempt so that's another three points so you've instantly got like nine points on your driving license and you're only allowed to get 15 and you have it revoked so yeah there you, I, I don't know how many points we're allowed to, we do have the point thing and for our license um but you don't get points for that stuff um but yeah you should see some of the vehicles over here we we could use something like that i mean you know bungee cords just holding stuff together duct tape for lights i mean it's it's uh <laughs> I don't know. It's a little crazy, but you got to do what you got to do too. That's the other thing, right? That's the bummer. Like you got to, I mean, yeah. you know, so yeah. Yeah. But, they are a big money pit of evil cars, but you know, we all need them. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I can tell you it has not been a good car day for, or a good car week for a lot of people in, uh, for Ebucel as well. Uh, and for me as well has not been great. Ford, you can kiss my arse. Let me tell you, let me, t- my, my focus my focus has taken the transmission died in it. And so I take it into Ford and I'm like, listen, I'll fix it. I'm sure it's something we're, we just really want to sell it at this point. But, you know, I'm sure it's going to be costly, whatever. Let me know. OK, they get back to me two weeks later. They're like, yeah, we finally got to look at it, which was actually funny because a day before they looked at it, they called me and said, um, can you bring your car in? We're ready to look at it. I was like, dude, it's been there for two weeks for two. It's literally on your lot. Go find it. Um, they get back to me and they say, yeah, well, good news. You have a transmission control module problem, which is covered by warranty. Oh, great. Well, wonderful. I don't have to pay anything. That's fantastic. Um, bad news. There's 65,000 other people that have the same freaking problem and they're still waiting for their part so it'll be free whenever we decide to fix fix your freaking issue so like literally they're like I don't, it could be a year it's crazy man absolutely nuts so yeah we we luckily have a second vehicle we just bought one um my grandmother has decided to stop driving we bought her vehicle from her um so we're we're good there but it's utterly crazy that this vehicle is just going to like sit for who knows how long before it gets apart? Utterly nuts. So yeah, car issues, man. On the on the flip side, everybody is now COVID free in the house. So yay, that's good. Um, we're we're. So what did you do for your fortieth? Nothing so far because Ariel was not COVID free on Sunday when we had planned for the party. Uh, so we ended up canceling it. Uh, well, actually, she was on Sunday, but 
we didn't know. We tested her on Friday and she still wasn't. So we had to cancel it just in case. And then Sunday she was. So now we're supposed to have it on Saturday, but we're still going to have it. But now my in-laws have COVID, so they probably won't be able to be there. I mean, it's going around, man. I have a committee for work that has five people on it right now. Literally three of the five have COVID. Like, like I can't get anything done because it's like every, I mean, it is, it is crazy right now. How many people have it? It's just nuts. Um, but Hey, you know, we're, we're making it, um, the symptoms I will say for everybody I've talked to do, do seem to be light right now. So, you know, that's a blessing, lots of blessings in amidst all of the like bad news. So I guess I'll, I'll say that for sure. Anything else before we jump into this, uh, pretty, pretty heavy news news week here. Yeah, let's get this ball rolling. Well, and let's hit some top stories, my friend. All right. Bill was a talkative man at Gamescom today. Let me tell you, or this week so far. Let me tell you. Bill says he thinks we'll see less platform exclusives in the future. Do you agree with that, Sean? Um... Yeah, probably. I think this. The, I think the opening up of the whole subscription service thing is going to see developers wanting to kind of say, "I'm going to have this on this platform, just this platform alone." I don't know how they're going to make that work in terms of big deals with those, um, like with Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. I don't know how they're going to make that work to try and make money because I'm pretty sure that PlayStation and, and Sony and Microsoft pay a pretty penny to have like certain games on the console before anywhere else and only on that console for so long. Um, but mm-hmm. then also it comes with the acquisition and the merger of lots of different developing and publishing companies. It, it kind of makes it very difficult to then also do that and hold it in place. So, yeah, I can... He's probably talking a lot of truth, and the guy probably knows what he's on about in that situation as well. Yeah, that's probably true. I think it's going to get too expensive to hold exclusives, <clears throat> to be honest. Like, you know, people are going to really start uh, – not when I say people, publishers are going to really start to be able to pit those platforms against each other. So if you want to hold that as an exclusive, they're going to have to start paying too much money, and it's probably not going to be worth it to the to, to them to do that. Now, you're not going to get – you're not going to get Nintendo – well – I don't I do not see an instance where Nintendo is going to give up their exclusivity of their titles. And I really to be honest don't see an, an instance where Sony is going to give up their exclusivity at least on console, right? Like I mean, I know that they've started to um I know that they've started to put their games on PC, but those those get those two are in a similar boat where their software makes their stuff. Like I don't know. I don't I don't see where they're yeah. going to yeah, uh, I can't yeah. like you won't see Halo on a Sony device. Oh, I, think I don't you think would. you'll ever see. No, I don't think you would at all. I think Sony will hold on to that. And because Sony owned the rights to things like Spider-Man, I don't think you'll ever see Spider-Man on Xbox because Sony hold the rights to that franchise. So franchises wise, I don't think you're going to say, I don't think you'd ever see Gears of War, Forza, any Forza game, anything that Microsoft hold exclusively rights to the franchise on the console. But outside publishers like, or what was an outside publisher like um, Activision and Treyarch, that like Sony would get an exclusive right to call a to Call of Duty for a certain amount of time before it came to PlayStation, or you'd be able to get earlier access 
on it on Sony over the Microsoft. I don't think we're going to see things like that from third party big third party publishers like Ubisoft mm-hmm. um, and EA because I'm only using those two because nobody like not a certain company owns them at the moment. Like Microsoft mm-hmm. is going to get Activision and Blizzard, and Sony have got what's the one they're trying to get hold of at the moment. I do not I can't know. remember. None. None because, you know, Microsoft's buying them all. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see things like, uh, like sorry, like Spider-Man, uh, Gran Turismo. I don't think you'll ever see Gran Turismo on a console other than Sony. Yeah. I. So when you say you don't think Halo and Forza will go anywhere, do you think that's because of Sony or because of Microsoft? Who Like who doesn't want it to go on their console? I, I the, think that's because of Microsoft. It's because it's like... Oh, see, I, don't it, think, it, I, I disagree. I don't know. I just I can't see it happening. I can't see Microsoft turning around and saying to Sony, "Yeah, hey, here you go. Have have our have you know our bread and butter of of a first person shooter." Yeah, I think. Well, they're not just going to give it to them, obviously. Um, so Phil's previous statement, which is really rung true so far, with like Nintendo, was: "Listen, we're not dealing with closed." closed uh platforms we're only dealing with open platforms so that people can play all the xbox stuff they want to play um so i think maybe you're right with first party stuff it's not coming to sony or nintendo first party microsoft stuff is not coming to sony and nintendo unless they agree to game pass on their platform and yeah but i don't know it's really I don't know because we've grown up in a world of of exclusives as as gamers. We've like grown up with you know your Last of Us being only on PlayStation. Crash Bandicoot for a period of time was only on PlayStation and stuff like that. I was on PlayStation first, and you know, you've got Halo, Forza, um, Psychonauts, mm-hmm. stuff like that that you know only ever been on an Xbox console or you know, you can get access to it now via PC Game Pass, but still, that's through a platform that Microsoft deal with. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I can't see a way that that's going to happen going forwards. I still think you're going to get in-house developers and publishers making games for those consoles and those consoles alone. I... Outside publishing developers, I, I can see that. I can see those never holding like being held to ransom on a console or like you know sony has a death loop that mm-hmm. that should that that no again because that's an in-house developer from microsoft or an ex developer well i mean it is but that contract was already set before they bought them <clears throat> so so that that's kind of a special case um yeah i'm trying i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a game that's recent that's been sony only for or microsoft only for a certain period of time I just think def- Microsoft is all about subscribers right now. That's that's their goal. I mean, we're Game Pass news. We're Game Pass news because Microsoft's all Game Pass. That's where that's where they want to start. That's where they want to see their revenue grow, their subscribers grow. And the best way to do that is to put their stuff on Switch and on um uh on PlayStation uh and and open themselves up to that to to that user base. Uh, and they're willing to give away their first-party titles on other platforms as long as they're willing to be Game Pass. Or in, in Nintendo's instance, it's not going to be Game Pass. It's going to be xCloud, right? Like get an xCloud app on there or something like that. 
Um, yeah. But I don't think what Microsoft's not willing to do is just to give it. They're not going to just say, here, have have Forza, just just Forza, and you can, we'll sell it, you, not sell it to you, but we'll let you put it on your platform and, and cut a, and get a cut of the profits from that. That's not what they want to do. They want Game Pass or nothing. And that's kind of the the thing, I think. So, yeah, yeah, that's but that's where, where Phil says Phil says we'll see less platform exclusives in the future. I don't think he's mm-hmm. saying that they're all just going to go. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. a case of the ones that Sony and Microsoft own the developers and publishing for. They're the ones that they'll keep. But like I say, third party ones outside of that, like because Sony and Microsoft are now entering into the subscription based war. Basically, they, they they're trying to outdo each other that way they're not going to be focusing much on having exclusive rights to a game that you have to buy physically or digitally for a 12-month period before the other one can get it. I reckon that they'll say, we'll have yours on day of release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would... You can, you can still buy this game. So Sony will say, okay, um, Sonic Frontiers, we'll have that day of release on the PlayStation like, subscription service, but we have to buy it if you have it on an Xbox or vice versa, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the new day one free with your subscription kind of battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's willing to, who's willing to pay the big bucks for it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So right. rather than the the big money to have it exclusively on that console and that console alone for a certain amount of time, it's going to be probably a little bit more to have it free of charge as part of the subscription. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a bigger bill for Sony or, or Microsoft, mm-hmm. but then it gives you the access day one for those people that are paying for your subscription. So you kind of make the money back there. Yeah. And that's a big deal, right? I mean, like as a, as a game pass subscriber, I'm, I like to see new stuff come. I think it's great, but I love it when it's day and date stuff, when it's like, Hey, that's dropping um, for the rest of the world, and it's dropping oh. for me in Game Pass. That's like that's like the money right there. That's literally where I'm like, yep, okay, awesome. Well, well prime example is that before we started recording, you you said that you you know Disney Dreamlight. You looked at how much that's going to be to buy on the Switch for mm-hmm. the kiddos, and you're like, I don't want to pay that. I can get it for free with my subscription. So, yep, mm-hmm. yep, I did, and I bought a 25 foot HDMI cable so that I can run it upstairs. I've already tested my controller's work upstairs. With the uh, S down here, so that's my plan. I'm a, I'm a plan. I can put Ariel, Ariel, and Noah will both love that game. They'll lose their ever loving mind, and that's how that's gonna work. Hey, it, hey, it's Chad has uh, some good points. He says uh, God of War isn't going anywhere. Uh, that's 100 percent true. Sony's not giving away any of their first party stuff. Um, they're not even giving it away to their users. <laughs> they're, <laughs> yeah. they're not giving it away to their subs. <laughs> they have no day and date stuff for PS Plus. Um, and if so, if they're not giving it away to them to to their own users, they definitely ain't giving it away to anybody else. Um, and and PC technically still is Microsoft. That's true. And we're seeing you know like Death Stranding. Never thought that would be on on PC Game Pass. Makes me a little jelly. Not uh, gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but uh, for all you people out there. Um, but I, I think there's just a, there's Microsoft has the PC market. And so Sony has to, and I mean, Kojima studios is its own thing, obviously, because they're coming out with their own game with Microsoft, which apparently I believe is supposed to be exclusive from, from how I understand it. So whatever. Yeah, that um, was, that, that was, that was the, uh, summer showcase said that. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, you know, they, I believe the PlayStation is coming out with their own launcher now. 
so that they, I think, can stay as far away from, can still be on PC, but stay far away from Microsoft stuff as possible, I think is kind of how, how that's, how they're trying to make that work. It's uh, it's hundred percent true. It's, it's the last comment that he said that like, money talks too much that mm-hmm. for me, Sony's going to want to outdo Microsoft and Microsoft's going to want to outdo Sony in the whole subscription market scheme. So somebody at some point is going to pay big money for a big game to yep. be day in day release mm-hmm. and potentially, you know, exclusive to that console early access. So even if it's, even if it's like a month early, you get to play this game a month early. I mean, mm-hmm. that's going to how it's roll. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, it, it's an interesting time. Uh, man, if you're, if you're a publisher and a developer, it's a, if you have a game that's gaining traction ahead of release, uh, man, you got, you got an opportunity to really pit these two together like against like, each other. Like high on life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. And it's, uh, it, there's a lot, lot of money and Microsoft and Sony both seem to be willing to give, a decent bit of it out and maybe maybe sean that's why they're giving out so much money to these developers maybe that's why sony thought well we need more money from our users so we are going to up our prices <laughs> in all the other regions except the u.s i guess i, I don't know if all the other regions. ladies ladies but, and gentlemen that was the smoothest transition from one point <laughs> to another i like it i'm not very good at those usually but there you go um, yeah, so Sony has raised or is going to raise the rates on, on their, on their console. This is, this is getting a little crazy. Like, I don't know, I'm an old man and we, we used to, you know, it used to be like at this point in a console's life, we were like, all right, here comes the deals, right? Like I'm going to start yep. getting it cheaper. They're going to drop prices. I'm going to get a bundled in game. This is going to be great. No, not now. Not now. Meta, Sony, they're like, well, you're going to pay more now. Two years old? Can't find it? Too bad. Now you're going to pay. Now you're going to pay more. I, I, no, I don't no. Know. Is, is that due to the fact that they can't get hold of certain items? So the chips for, for a starter, you know, we're not talking about potato chips or, or fries here. We're talking like the... You know the CPUs and the processors are definitely the the graphics side of stuff. Um, is it because it's now becoming more expensive because the materials out there or the demand's too high, so they're having to pay a little bit more? So you know to help the people that produce that, being able to produce them quicker, sooner, build more, you know, processing plants, stuff like that, as well as meet the criteria to fund people being able to get these great games day and day. Yeah, so that's what they say, right? They say the inflation um, and chip supply has, and I think uh, shipping was in here as well, has made them have to raise the rates. Um, I mean, how much... There is a a lot of things that you can factor into all of that because you've got the whole, and it's still ongoing, the Russia-Ukraine issue is affecting a lot of people globally on... The mm-hmm. side of like oil price and gas prices, so fuel's gone up. Being able to ship those means that that's gone up. Once you get them to land, to get them from port to to like to where they need to go, um, that's gone up because you know, distance over land is you've got to pay for that. So there is a lot of things that you can factor into the fact that that price is going to have to be driven up, which sucks because sorry, that's loud. it's unavoidable. It's completely unavoidable for for us as the consumer. 
because we we can't help the crisis that's happening, um, which is driving everything up. So it then stinging us in the pocket to do stuff that we you know we enjoy doing. Yeah, I get it. So all that clicking, and I'm sorry, I'll mute my mic next time. I'm not used to having my my mic so close to my keyboard. Um, I was trying to quickly find out what Sony's profit was last year, right? And I mean, I understand they're, as business Justin will say, they're a company, they're not out to be our friends. But at some yeah. point, how much money were they losing per console to think that the bad press was worth the $50 more a console? Like, is it real? Like, it has to be a decent bit of cash. You know, like, I just don't. Hey, it's Chad has just subscribed. Thank you so much, sir. We really appreciate your support. Um, you're awesome, man. Um, but but like like how much? Like, I don't know. It's so much. It's it's and we know that when these consoles come out, they usually come out at a loss. Right. So so you have to fact you have to think about the fact that Sony started at a loss more than likely. They were losing money. The only it's rumored, at least from from what I hear from other podcasts and and other people in the business and industry that every that both Nintendo or I'm sorry, both Microsoft and Sony usually lose money on the um, on the consoles. It's just Nintendo who makes sure that they can kind of keep the cash, keep keep some amount of profit or at least break even on their on their consoles. So they started at a loss inflation and shipping and chip issues and all that jazz hit them. So now they're even losing more money. So it had to be pretty bad for them to say, all right, it's worth it. Like we need to raise this at least $50 to stop the bleeding from, from people buying consoles and us still losing money. Like it's costing us to sell consoles at this moment. Um, yeah. So, I'm trying to figure this out. I think it's five point seven billion dollars. Was there they profit? made from? Well, that was just that's how much they made on selling the consoles at five hundred. Mm-hmm. At five hundred dollars a console, they sold eleven point five units in twenty twenty one. Yeah, there's math that could be done there, but that would be hard, and I cannot do it on the spot. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it's. It's real, it's real interesting. Um, and like I said, it's gotta be a decent, it has to be a decent bit of money for them to have chosen to do this because they yeah. knew it wasn't going to be a good look. Um, but yeah, interesting that they brought it out at Gamescom. I guess maybe they thought it'd be kind of covered up by all the other news. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> all the other news that came out, people might have missed it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, I mean, I, I can see that, but um yeah anyway so so but i mean i mean if 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 you want to look into the numbers the brass tax of it selling your console at 500 but 500 dollars per console and selling 11.5 million consoles in 2021 got you around 5.7 billion if you put an extra 50 dollars on each of those consoles and sell the same amount of units you're looking at 6.3 billion yeah that's fair so you know it's not much it's what like half a billion but it's still it's still a considerable amount of money yeah i agree um you know handbone makes a lot of good a lot of good points here um gotta you know they have stockholders uh that they that they have to keep happy 
and uh, um, you know the reports weren't great from Sony or from 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 any of the. Well, I don't know about Mike about Nintendo, but Microsoft's numbers were down as well. Um, so so yeah, that that's one thing. Uh, Hambone asks uh, the, the you know the interesting question he says is why not the U.S. I wonder if it's not. So I looked up our exchange rate. Um, so when a year ago, like against the pound, at least you could get, it was a dollar 40 you would get for every dollar. Now it's a dollar 15. I'm not a business guy. Okay. But the dollar's strength has grown a little bit. So I wonder if the dollar strength has pushed against their need for more, um, their need for more, uh, for more money per console. So, um, because I mean, we're, we're certainly not in parity with the pound, but we're a lot closer to parity than what we were a year ago at this time. So again, I am not, I am not an MBA. So somebody can be like, Nick, you're totally wrong. And I'll be like, okay, thanks. That's just like my, my, what I know. So, cause I was interested in that same thing too. What do you got, Sean? I'm just looking now that, um, it's 19, 19.5 million units sold worldwide in 2021. 11.5 of those were in the US. So is it because they they sold so many in the US that they're not having to change their price because they've already made the money in that fact, in that sense, in that country? Mm-hmm. As opposed to elsewhere, you know, the, the demand for that console isn't as great globally as it is in the US. So... Mm-hmm. Every time they sell a console outside the US, does it benefit them making that extra 50, 50 whatever it is, 50 pounds? Because it'll be 50 pounds in the UK. Are you guys basically uh, subsidizing our cheap asses? Is that is that really what it is? <laughs> maybe, maybe so. I'm not because I'll not buy one, but yeah. They're like, listen, we don't want to piss off that region, okay? And we know that they are big whiners, all right? So we'll raise it on everybody else, and they can subsidize the whiners over there in America. That's probably fair. That's probably a good uh, a good, a good possibility. Oh, man. Any, anything uh, anything else on this one before we move on? No, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm glad the Xbox aren't doing it because, you know, why yeah. do they need to? Oh yeah, we, yeah. Sorry, I totally forgot. Thank you. Yes, because I didn't. I don't think I got to that. I was I was getting there and never made it. Xbox has said at this point they do not foresee in the near future raising rates or raising the costs uh, or the price of their consoles. That is about as flimsy as it gets. You know, like at the moment, I do not foresee the need to pee, but I might need to in thirty minutes. So um, <laughs> you know. Uh, you could you could not you could not have any more of a flimsy like guarantee on that but uh we'll take it we'll we're at the moment no, no, but then that, in, that, that instantly sets alarm bells off in my head because if they don't want into it to anywhere in the foreseeable future up the price of the console when are they going to up the price of the subscription service <laughs> yeah that's that's fair <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. now so, you know no, for the for them, if they really wanted to, like, make some in we know they're making more in-grounds um, in Japan and stuff like that. Uh, the yen was one of the places, uh, Japan was one of the places where uh, Sony is raising the rates. They could drop it, They'd drop it 25 bucks, be like, yeah, they're raising it 50. We're dropping ours 25, just in that one region, just doing it right over there. No, yeah. it probably wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be a good look for everybody else, but but it would be a way to, uh, to make but some But you definitely, definitely as a marketing strategy. 
a strategist, that's what you'll be looking at. You'll be looking mm-hmm. at, hey, look, what can we do in this sector of the world right now? That you know, Sony's got a bad taste in the mouth for everybody. Well, everybody's got a bad taste of Sony in the mouth. Let's let's make Xbox taste like nectar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know, it also helps because this is um, you know, in in Gamescom, we're going to talk about this in the Gamescom thing. But they were just talking about that Xbox app, right? Uh, in Gamescom, they were debuting the TV app, and that is perfect for for microsoft they're getting subscribers they're not having to worry about how much they're spending on this box that they're probably not making their money back on um yeah. so yeah i mean they're, they're positioning <laughs> the themselves that is, great did, did what what controller did they use to debut that oh they well they had an xbox controller but they had a playstation controller right there and they made sure in both instances that they debuted it that they or that they showed it off that she was like, I'll use the PlayStation controller. I thought it was brilliant. I mean, I, I was like, that's, that's money right there. Like to just say, yeah, sure. You know, you got PlayStation controller. Don't worry. You can use that PlayStation controller on our TV app. No worries. You can still be a game pass subscriber on your Samsung TV and use that PlayStation controller and you're fine, (laughs) which means it doesn't cost you. and, And there's no initial upfront cost. You just no, that's it. Take, so you yep. don't even need to buy mm-hmm. go and buy yep. an Xbox controller for sixty to seventy pound. You could just buy you could use you could probably buy a third party Xbox controller, so like a power A controller. Yeah, probably would work. Yeah. But if you got that PlayStation, use that controller, you know, start off with some free, you know, one what is it, one, two, three, I don't know how many months that are free. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's uh yep. it, it it was a really good look. Um, news, uh, that is our top stories for today. Uh, news bulletins, uh, dying light gets DLC. You going to jump back in, Sean? I know you, you did uh, all what you no, did. No, cause I'd have to buy the game again and then buy the DLC. Um, uh, the, oh, did you sell there the is game? Two, um, I, I did a trade in cause I thought yeah. it, like, it took them that long to do DLC for the first one. I thought, you know, it's going to be 18 months before this rolls out. And yeah, sure. I was wrong because not only did they mention, um, the carnage hall, but there's also, uh, where is it? Bloody t- bloody ties DLC announcement as well coming later on. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but that is coming out uh, here pretty soon. Uh, Plague Tale has gone gold. What? Why does that matter? Who cares? Because it's not going to be delayed. That's why that matters. And let me tell you, they showed this game off, and the Gamescom screen in the Gamescom stream, it looks pretty like really beautiful i mean and they were talking about how they used mocap for the first time uh or not i don't know about the first time but this is the first time they've used mocap for this one for this particular entry uh they didn't use it for the first one and man you can really see um the difference i i'm a big fan i cannot wait to uh play through the first one it only made me more more interested, more wanting to play through that first one so that I could get, um, so that I'll be ready for this one. Uh, they did say though, that if you don't want to go back to the first one, they will, they will set you up nice so that you know what's going on. Uh, kind of give you an intro into what the first story was. Um, this does, this is taking, this is shortly after the first, um, the first entry though, the, uh, Requiem. So, um, yeah, I, um, uh, I am really excited for this for this game. Um, we are going to go through the Gamescom Game Pass games that were announced. Okay, so we're not going to go through every game in Gamescom. That would take too long. 
Um, but we just want uh, we want you to know the Gamescom games coming. The first one coming real soon, uh, next week actually. Uh, Grid Legends is this the game? No, that's Asphalt. I was thinking this was the game Tim played, but no, that's Asphalt. Oh, this grid is a mixture of driving sim and arcade, like a really good close mixture. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, the next thing that was announced <laughs> touched my heart. I am really excited to play this. I I bemoaned not being able to try it because I said it was my kind of a game. Um, it is currently out on PC Game Pass. Hard Space Ship Breaker. So this is, I don't know if it's like a life sim game. Obviously, I haven't played it, but it's one of those, um, it's one of those games where you're salvaging ships. You're kind of, it seems like making a life for yourself. You're, you're selling these parts, probably, you know, upgrading your stuff so you can salvage more bigger stuff. It just looks really fun. And it came out for PC and I was like, man, I think I could really get into this. And I was bummed it didn't come out. Um, It wasn't a console. Well, September 20th is coming out on uh, on Xbox console on Game Pass. So I am uh, I'm excited to try this one. So I'll be all over it. Yeah, uh, um, I'm going to I'm looking forward to Grid's Legend. Um, not too sure about the, um, the hard space ship breaker. That, the, is that the one that's first person? Am I, I think thinking it is. of the right thing. I think I think it might be. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I like vaguely remember the trailer. I remember being excited oh, about yeah. the trailer. It's a, yeah, it's a, I've I've made notes on most of the games that have been been announced and chucked on YouTube. Uh, Zero Gym Zero G Survival Simulator in mm-hmm. first person view. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm interested to give it a go for sure. Third game announced, uh, rumored heavily that this was coming a couple of weeks in advance. Um, uh, funny story, Xbox marketing uh, manager uh, kind of blew the story. He was taking pictures of their set, and he took a picture showing Lies of P uh, with a Game Pass logo right next to it. <laughs> so he kind of blew that before it got announced. Um, so Lies of P is a Souls-like game, I'm going to say loosely, uh, loosely based off of the Pinocchio story. Uh oh. I'm not going to lie, you know, it looks very cool, um, but we all know how far I made it in Elden Ring, so I am not going to sit here and say that I, I am I going to try this game? You bet. Am I going to make it to the first boss and say, nope, probably. That's, that's where um, I'll the, say. The old Hambo and Johnny the Pumpkin King might like it then. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely thought of him. The only thing, so I don't know if they're going to, like, if it's going to be as hard. I don't, but the word, the description that's being thrown around with this game is Souls-like. And that kind of, you know, that makes me think, if there's there's not a way to make it easier to play for poor little Nick, then I'll probably just skip it. Um, But I am interested because it seems like there's more of a story here than I could pull out of in Elden Ring. Maybe that will keep me driven. We'll see. Yeah, I mean... It looks graphically, it looks nice, and mm-hmm. the fact there is a bit of a story to it was good. Um, but even before I found out it was a Souls like, I I wasn't keen. I just it, that kind of third person over the shoulder, like looking down kind of action, a bit like um, Devil May Cry stuff like that, just isn't for me. And I was kind of like, as soon as that, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. The intro video, then all of a sudden the gameplay thing started, and I was like, oh, crap not ideal 
yeah yeah again another game i'll try um we'll see um mad streets uh also announced i don't know uh did you take some notes on this one i didn't i didn't take any notes but i quickly looked it it looks like a bit of a cartoony style brawler close to um like street fire Mm, okay in that sense where you you kind of you side scrolling for a few things um looking at it's mostly like schools parks um things like that restaurants and bars and it's a bit of a brawler so I can imagine that's going to be a bit of a button mash type game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, just like that's another as as one I, you, I, you'll talk about recent. You'll you'll talk about here soon. <laughs> yeah, very much. Very uh, much. You suck at parking. I want to play this. This looks really. This looks like one of those fun games. Just you know, a goofy game you can play. Um, oh, by the way, these are TBD, Mad Streets, and You Suck at Parking. Both we don't uh, to be to be disclosed to be announced. They don't know when they're going to be released just yet. So. And Lies of P yeah, is 2023, you, if I didn't you, say that. That's all they You Sucker Packing looks like it could be a good sandbox game. So yeah. It looks like you can maybe build your own levels mm-hmm. and challenge people. But yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. So those are games we have to look forward to. Announced at Gamescom. Uh, they did uh, debut, like I said, the xCloud TV app. Um, you know, it's hard to know. It looked like it, it was running great there. But um, uh, the, the TVs are not cheap. Let me say that. I did... I, I looked at what it would cost to buy one. Um, $500 is as cheap as I could find one, which, you know, isn't super pricey, but that was a 32-inch TV, okay? <laughs> it was the smallest of the smalls. Um, so they're, they're, because you have to buy the newest of the new models. Like, it has to be the Samsung 2022 smart TV models. That's the only way you're getting the Xbox app on the TV. I was bummed. They had two TVs set up. And so they were like showing the X, they were showing the Xbox Samsung app off or the Samsung Xbox. I don't know how you want to say it off. I was really hoping when he started to walk to the next TV, he was going to be like, and here is, you know, the one attached to the, the X cloud. L- LG. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Or even that. Yeah. Even that something, give me something. Um, but no, it was just that more of the same, more, more of the same with a different game, unfortunately. So uh, but they they did they did play with the PlayStation controller, which I thought was funny. Um, before we move on, anything anything stick out that you want to mention for Gamescom? Um, I, I've liked the coverage of Go Simulator Three. Um, that's I think that's going to be a that's a Game Pass game, and the gameplay trailer for that looked absolute carnage. And I mean, I I enjoyed playing Go Simulator with the kids. We found it hilarious. Um. I just hope they've kind of sorted out the glitchy controls because sometimes it could be a bit awkward to get the goat to what you wanted to do. But yeah, there's just the transition in between the, all the different bits of the game that you can do was hilarious. I absolutely wet myself when it went to the uh, the goat sat in the yoga studio all nice and calm and you could kind of see through the window just a goat riding an explosive barrel through the window. And it was just like, yeah, that's definitely what that game's going to be all about. Um, Hard Space... I'm looking forward to that. I watched the video uh, back and it was quite uh, interesting that Warhammer, Warhammer 40k there was uh, that kind of showed its showed its colors a little bit in Gamescom that was shown off a little bit. And High on Life, I watched the boss battle video uh, that they played back. I haven't watched the whole segment for that. Apparently it was quite cringy to watch or at least that's what you said. It was just the um, interaction. It wasn't the game. It was just the interaction between the hosts and the developers. It was a. Uh, it was there was. 
little little rough but the game is beautiful yeah. it looks great it looks hilarious it looks amazing i yeah. can't say I, that, the, the boss the boss battle video if you can watch it on youtube head over there and watch it just it's literally like three minutes long it's just so funny the, like the gun the way that the weapons talk to you about what, how you play in the game like He's, he's missing it. He's missing the boss at first, and then he starts hitting her, and he's like, "Hey, look, we're actually hitting her," and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just funny. I like the interaction between the use the person playing it and the the weapons and things like that. They kind of give you a clue of what you need to do next as well, which is nice. In the walkthrough that I saw uh, on the Gamescom stream, I was excited to see that it was it it was more open world than I had than I had thought. I really thought this was more of like a linear, even maybe like a wide linear experience. But man, you walk out the door and it's like there's this whole city that you're walking in. I I thought it was I thought it was really cool. I it was I mean it only made me yeah. more excited for it. Yeah, they're doing a good job. Some Squanch Games, never heard of them before, but they they've kind of hit the ground running with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other one I will mention is um. Disney Light Dreamlight Showcase. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I I was super excited for this game and I'm every time I see it I'm less and less excited. Um but uh <laughs> it just am. It just like it just uh, yeah, it just does not look like something that's going to be for me, but it does look like it's something that's going to be for my kids. Um so I'm I'm real excited. I'm real excited for for them. I think they're going to love the fact that they can interact with all these characters that they love so much. Um so yeah, I can't I can't wait for that. Um, and if you're, you know, even if you're not an Xbox fan or you have an Xbox, you, uh, you can do, uh, it's going to be out on switch apparently as well. So yeah, that was about all I had, uh, moving on to acquisition watch, um, talkative Phil once more says that he is happy about the acquisition progress, which makes sense as the first country has approved the acquisition that's Saudi Arabia. So I, you know, I don't whatever um i don't know what that means or doesn't mean um so yeah i'm assuming that means that if you're in saudi arabia you'll probably start seeing the backlog of active like the activision games coming soon rather than later or it's just the first of many dominoes to fall in favor of xbox so Mm -hmm. yeah that's probably it now i will say i saw very sketchy very sketchy okay so i can't i cannot i cannot press the rumor the red rumor button enough okay i think idle sloth tweeted this out um or or like quote tweeted it or whatever i don't know um again i'm too old um of a of like a bunch of arabic text with call of duty and game pass in the thing that it was like you know that they were that it was coming soon or something like that but i can like i said i cannot hit the red rumor button enough on this conversation um so we'll see we'll see if that means anything there i also thought it was interesting at the end of the uh, acquisition talk with phil he said that uh they you know they are they are always on the lookout for the next acquisition so um they they are not done i would i would say so they probably yeah. <laughs> have others cooking and they're just waiting to see this wrap up basically yeah phil's literally sat there like okay cool this is starting to go through we're happy with this mm-hmm. let's uh what else can we get next yep i i think that's 100 percent true and hopefully it's ubisoft um that's all i have to say um <laughs> and if it is i will i will i will I don't know. I would crap my pants if it's Ubisoft. That would just be crazy to me. Um, not not literally. So don't take that. No, not happening. Um, 
Uh, it would just be crazy though if they grabbed Ubisoft and Activision and and all of that. Um, so that's Acquisition Watch. Uh, Game Pass games coming next week. This is a new section. Uh, we're Game Pass show, and we do have GPN Showcase. We go over all the trailers. You can see them there. But we really thought that we should at least mention what's coming out soon for uh, for Game Pass on the audio podcast. Um, starting with uh, August 30th. This is a good. This is a good week coming up here for Game Pass. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to like just even one of these tiles possibly uh-huh. two because it means yeah. i can get back to go and, and try and finish it so yeah, yeah yeah um august 30th we get four drops um immortality that's the sam barlow narrative game um i've not played any of his games i might jump into this one just to kind of get a feel for it um tinykin that's the uh, pikmin like that sean is super excited for yep give me anything pikmin like pikmin metroid I, i'm all over it yeah man um it does look really fun i'm 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 in it's got a fun art style i'd say um so i'm interested in that immortals phoenix rising uh really yeah that's game. that's the the other title i'm looking forward to going back to because i started that on the switch um and kind of fell off really quickly because i was playing it around the time game pass was doing a lot so yeah yeah and man if you were playing it on switch i mean just watching the trailer that i watched today it's a whole nother level like like the like i mean i remember my i remember the graphics that i was with and i mean it's not bad on switch at all it it runs fine but uh yeah it it looks real awesome uh on xbox for sure and uh last one on august 30th commandos this is like a turn real-time turn-based strategy game um so if that's your if that's your thing and then we talked about it already grid legend coming out september 1st uh anything else you want to say about those before we move it right along uh no just other than i'm very excited for tinykin i'll uh i'm kind of hoping that i'll have a really solid uh mario kart time by then because as soon as that comes out i probably won't play a lot of it (laughs) yeah well i hope you do you and uh dillian andrews are uh are going at it for sure um oh commandos reminds uh hey it's shad of advanced wars yeah i can definitely see that 100 percent um, all right, so on to Xbox Spotlight. I'm kind of looking forward to this because I'm I'm eager to see how the uh, the Nintendo Dad's cult is going. Like, mm-hmm. who's dead? Mm-hmm. Who's been eating more crap? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So you're saying you want me to go first? Yeah, um, yeah. Go first. Go first. Right. I'm excited. For this. All right. So, uh, call to the lamb. Y'all are still alive, but you're costing me a whole lot of damn bones to keep you alive, okay? That's all I can say. I mean, I have to use 50 bones every time to resurrect your asses, all right? So uh, you better you better be dang happy that I love y'all so much, okay? Um, but yeah, uh, you're, you're, I don't think there's anybody. So so I have like most of the main players. All, all the Undead Family Podcast people are there. Hey, it's Chad is there. Ham, Ham Bone's there. Abusel's there. Like, I mean, uh, you name it, solo something's there. Um, yeah, there's they're they're all there. Oh, simple, simple monk is there as well. I mean, all these people are here and y'all die, and then I gotta resurrect you. Cost me 50 bones. It's getting expensive. And by the way, Jesse still, second time, Jesse asked Marty to eat poop. Okay. I mean, Jesse, you're <laughs> you're you're a gross man, but I love you. Okay. And I keep you around, I keep you alive. And I just keep sending Marty to the hospital, the sick bay, because he keeps keeps freaking getting sick off of his bowls of poop. So, you know, I could I could do without the, the angst. 
Um, now, funny talk, funny talk aside, this is going to hurt me a little bit. I said this was my game of the year. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to roll this back. Okay, that's what you get for talking before you finish. All right? Um, that's awkward, but we're just going to go with it. Um, yep. Talk's uh, big game. <laughs> uh, the Listen, the I, I don't know how it works for, like, Sony and Xbox, although uh, Hambone Johnny said he's had some issues. It doesn't sound like he's had as many as those of us who, have, who are playing it on Switch have. Works great with a small cult. But as you start to place items, get more members, more stuff start happening on the screen, man, I am soft locking a lot. Um, now, what I will say is the save system is pretty good, so I'm not losing very much, but I am soft locking a lot. And a couple of times I did it in a dungeon, with, and that's just like the worst. Like I had seven hearts, I had the axe, I was rolling like it was like, this is it, I'm done, I got this down. And then I hit I hit this the last enemy in the room. I hit him and it like made the uh, there's like this white. I don't know. Just like it happens for like a half a second. It's like this white like star that comes out when you hit the enemy. And it's just kind of like the action that happens as you hit as you hit somebody. And it just kept happening over and over and over on the enemy. It was like just all that's all you saw. He couldn't die. I mean, I, I waylaid him with everything I had in my special. And it was like he just wouldn't die. So I had to like just close the game out and come back. Um, I'm going to roll back game of the year at this point. I hope to see some patches that really change my opinion and bring it back to the game of the year. But, um, there has just been too many issues with this game at this point. Is the game loop still amazing? Yeah, it's real fun. It's like real fun. And I know the Nintendo dads had a conversation about imagery and all that stuff. Y'all it's cult of the lamb. Y'all saw the trailer on 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 the Nintendo Indie Showcase. Like, you saw him lift up and everybody praise him. Y'all knew what was going to happen here. Like, like if you don't want to play it, that's fine. But, like, don't be like, I can't believe that this is about, you know, spiritual cults. Y'all, it's named Cult of the Lamb. Like, what, what did you think it was going to... Like, I love y'all, but what did you think it was going to be? And if you don't like it, that's fine. Don't play it. But I don't... It's not like it's named, like... I don't know, like the lamb of, I don't know. I can't think of anything, but it's, it's aptly named. You should know what you're walking into at this point. So that's all I got. That's all I got in call to them. But uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. It's a, shame that so so, it's, it's, it's a shame that it's soft locking so much because mm-hmm. like you say, it's great until so much stuff starts happening. And it definitely would, if that had happened more than twice, I'd have stopped playing the game altogether. So yeah, I'm Kudos, push keep going. I'm a, I got one more dungeon to go. Um, I'm I'm gonna keep pushing through. I have thought about killing you all. <laughs> so legit, <laughs> legit. Okay. I have no reason. I have no reason for you now. Like you have given me all the devotion I need to get everything I need to get to all the weapons. I have no use for you. You're really just uh, just just taking my time up now. But so I'm gonna but, I'm gonna wait for my invite to the party where we can all drink the Kool-Aid. That's right. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, hey, hey, it's Chad is right. There's like a lot of games. This one specifically deals with a lot of spiritual imagery. There's, you know, pentagrams and upside down crosses and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I get it if that is what pulls you away from it, but it is named Cult of the Lamb. So, you know, um, 
Uh, yeah, but no, I really could. So like you need your cult members to give you devotion so that you can gain all the buffs and all the stuff you need for going through the dungeons. I have everything, but I just can't kill you because I love you so much. So um, I just keep you all around and I have to keep you happy and uh, it is getting a bit much. But I could kill you all and then just go through the dungeon over and over and over. and I wouldn't have to deal with you anymore, but whatever. Um, moving on from that, I played Portal. I've talked about Portal. We finally beat it. Mom and I, uh, you know, COVID vacations took us some time to get to the end. Um, it is... How great is that last song? I love the, the I know, credit yeah. song. It, it, is, it is real good. I enjoyed it. I'm not telling anybody, you know, I'm just like a decade late to the party or maybe two decades even at this point. I'm not really certain, but it's many years late to the party. Um, so love it. Uh, played Splatoon 3 for a hot second. If you're thinking, wow, he's got some special, I don't. Um, I played the uh, I played the demo. I made my character. I went through the tutorial. I was really hoping there'd be like a training area that I could play in and just goof off with, but there's not. So that was a bummer. Um, but uh, you know, it was fun to make a character. The kids loved it. Like when I sat down, I had everybody. I downloaded the demo for Ariel, me, and Noah. I sat down, and Noah's like, "What are we playing?" And I went to Splatoon three and clicked on it. And it opened up and he lost his ever-living mind. He's like, oh, it's playable. And I was like, no, no, it's not. It's not 100% playable. I was like, but you can't open it up and do like the beginning stuff. So he was super excited about that. Um, And then, guys, I'm sorry. That's like, I, I mean, I'm not sorry, but it's just been busy. That's all I've been playing. So sorry. Sorry, yes, not sorry. It's longer than, it's longer than my list. So anymore. you've done you've done well. Um, Watch Telly Man. I need to stand up. Let's mute you. for about that? Um, so what have I been playing? I'll start with the Nintendo game first. Um, I've been playing more Mario Kart. I've been playing more Mario Kart this week than I would be very proud to say, uh, to the point where I, I, I cannot stand the intro music to this <laughs> to the track this week, and you can't turn the music off. So I'm playing the game muted for a lot of the time. <laughs> Damn <laughs> Which, you, yeah. Dillian Andrews. <laughs> yeah. So last week, um, Mushroom Gorge, I, I, I beat Dillian by three tenths of a second, which is pretty good. You know, sure. almost half a second. This month, the the difference between our times at the current moment is point zero five five of a second. So oh we're into the gosh. five one five one hundredths of a second between That's us. Crazy. And, it is all down to getting the perfect lap. There is like, like you cannot make you cannot make a mistake. Um, I miss a coin, I restart the lap. That is that is how bad. The first, like if I miss a coin in that first lap, I restart the whole thing. So yeah, crazy. And it, it's got to a point where I'm looking at like I'm replaying my my laps back. Like so, in the last time that I posted my lap, my first lap was one. Tenth, yeah, one tenth of a second slower than my previous one. So I've like I've played it back, and I'm like, where did I go wrong? I must have gone wrong somewhere. Like, have I gone wide? Have I done it? And yeah, it's become obsessive, <laughs> really obsessive. But if I if he wins this one and I win the last one, it puts us even for points. So I'm, oh, I'm yeah, I'm kind of like I even need to beat this one and beat him at the next one, or I kind of say, okay, no, I'm done. Take the because to, officially tonight is the last night to get the scars in. So but all I'm not you gonna, really I'm not have gonna... to do, as I understand the tournament, all you really have to do is get top eight. Right. And then it's like, 
and then it like clears those it clears the scoreboard right and you you go head to head at that point is that correct yeah that's true but it's (laughs) nice to go through number one yeah yeah (laughs) well and it would get whoa i'm i'm tearing stuff up here can you can yeah okay um I, I mean, cord yeah, the, 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 my leg, so give me a second. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I mean, there is that, but the fact that the the competition between us has driven us to be in the top mm-hmm. ten globally. That's awesome. <laughs> with our times. Oh, that is so cool. So yeah, that's that's it's great. So, um and then the only X game X game? The only Xbox game I've been playing is Resident Evil the Village. I I've tried to start this game several times and got to the same point over and over again. And then because you know, I'm a dad or work or husband duties have come into play where I've needed to do something, I haven't gone back to it. So at the weekend, Lindsay went out with her friends from work. So I kind of dedicated Saturday night to, to playing the game. I got about 50% of the way through on the Saturday night. And then since Saturday, chipped at it and can't, like almost finished it. it took me nine and a half hours to finish the game um that's not a full like treasure treasure hunt run i think i missed a couple of bits um i didn't like unlock all the abilities on the weapons and things like that but i played the game from end to end nine and a half hours absolutely loved it the star is great i can't wait for the next one because there's going to be a next one and i can't wait to play the dlc where you play rose which is ethan's daughter i can't wait to play that either great game if you're a fan of resident evil um far go and play it i'm jealous of everybody that's going to be able to play this on playstation vr 2 in Mm. vr because i reckon that'll be an amazing game to play in the vr um just thoroughly enjoyed it that's awesome uh, I can't imagine Resident Evil in VR. It sounds like the worst thing uh, in video <laughs> gaming, just to be honest. But <laughs> for all of those of you who are super excited for it, I, I'm very happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have missed one off there. The other game that I played for for a little bit was Midnight Fight Express last week. I said I was excited to play this. Um, I launched it and very quickly found out that my excitement was for nothing. So, yeah. Um, the, graphically, the game is really nice. The story is pretty weird. Um, you start off in your boxer shorts talking to two police officers um, about everybody that you've hurt and killed through the through this night of chaos that started, um, and then it cuts to you in your like in your apartment and you're pushing weight. Somebody delivers a drone through your letterbox, and this drone then kind of like encourages to go out and take back the city from like a load of bozos and people. Um, the tutorial is really repetitive. The only attack button you've got is X. So you're constantly hammering the X button. There is a block and a parry um, kind of thing. And then the rest of it is just building around quick time events, um, hmm. which it just got really like really repetitive. So mm-hmm. I finished the tutorial, um, started to play the next level and it kind of introduced heavier like heavier set guys for you to beat up, which took a little bit more of the mashing of the X button and, and a quick time to kind of dodge their big attacks. And it was just the same old, same old. The music's good. I like the, the soundtrack's pretty good to it. Um, there's a whole character customization thing. You can lock abilities, different skins, different clothes, give the guy tattoos. You can get skins for the drone that's following you around. Um, by, yeah, that's it. 
and you make money. There's like objectives per level, so that like the first level is collect ten gold teeth that you knock out of people's heads. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I was I was a little bit excited that it'd be a bit more than just like the the constant smashing of buttons, but mm. it's not. So, <laughs> I if you like that kind of if if you like um, games like Streets of Rage, things like that, the, the, this is a pretty good game to play. Uh, just not ticking any boxes for me at all. Gotcha. Yeah, I told you it's funny you said that. You like you messaged me like this game's just like a one button you just punch and punch and punch. And I was like, oh, like well, Xbox aptly uh, PR'd it. You're marketed it because that's exactly what they said. They were like, they were like, get your punching finger ready because it's time to go. And I was like, all right, they knew what it was. Yeah, uh, I mean, you've got all those buttons on the controller. You've got LB, like you've got this. There's, you can use you get focus, which kind of highlights thing like weapons that you can pick up and throw and like chairs and stuff highlights things um but it's kind of like that's about it it's if they're giving me like you've got a you either hit x for a quick attack or hold x for a heavy attack if they'd have done like a for a light attack x for a heavy y for a kick um Mm -hmm. b to parry and stuff like that you've this yeah it seems limited Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah i get you well, all right, that's what we've been playing. Moving on to our party chat. Welcome to the party chat. <laughs> um, the first question from party chat comes from Blanc, who seems to be consistently giving us questions week from week. So very thanks very much, John. Yes, we thank very you much, much appreciate it. And it says, in the spirit of the Nintendo Treehouse guy who wore a suit to, de- to demo Splatoon 3, my question is this. When you stream, what do you do differently while you're streaming than you do while you're gaming normally? So first, we got to highlight uh, Hambone Johnny's uh, answer that he gave in Discord, which was wear pants. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that answer. That actually is accurate to, to sometimes. Yeah, I, 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 I don't do that because nine times out of ten, you can't see from my shoulders down. So. That's that's fair, but I'm always afraid I have to get up or something, or something will happen. Um, that's true. Um, I mean, more than anything, it's just about posture and being uh, on all the time, right? Like you're on, you're trying to explain what you're doing, you're trying to have a conversation, you're trying to look at chat and be like, hey, this is, you know, oh, yeah, you, you, you're trying to not have, you know, just dead air and nothing there. And so, whereas when I'm just gaming... I'm just back like this, and I'm just, uh, if you can't see me, I'm just leaning all the way back in my chair, and I'm just doing my thing. I'm not going to lie, I might scratch some things that I wouldn't otherwise scratch if I was streaming. I'm just going to be real honest here. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of what I do. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just kind of melted into the chair. Probably won't say anything for, you know, the whole time, other than, oh, that guy killed me, dang it. Um... So yeah, it's, that's why, that's why there are some nights when I'm like, man, I just like, I could stream this, but I just kind of want to play it right now. So, yep. That's it. That's it for me. Yeah. For me, it's pretty much the same. Apart from when I stream, I tend to get like, I get the beanbag out I get comfy. I get sat down. So then, you know, where like, if I'm just gaming casually, I might just lay, like, lay and sometimes I lay on the living room floor. Because it's gonna like a nice hard surface, so you know, I've got a, a back that gets bashed and battered by a small child. Mm-hmm. Um, do quite a lot of lifting and moving stuff at work, so like I like to lay on a hard surface sometimes. So I might just lay down and play games. 
Um, or I sit on the table, like the, I'm like sat on the living room floor right now. I like might sit on the edge of the coffee table and just sit there, which then I end up with pin, pins and needles in my toes. Um, but yeah, that's probably about it. I, I get the game, get the beanbag out, I, you know, make sure the room's well lit, you know, things like that. I make sure I've had a mm-hmm. decent drink so that I didn't my voice because, like you say, you've got to talk a lot, so you've got to try and yeah. keep the voice up and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's usually about it. And I also try and be a bit more positive about games because sometimes my initial reaction to a game if it's especially if i haven't played it yet is like what's going on here um <laughs> so i try to be a bit more positive about stuff and make light of it but yeah 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 it's just it's just a different experience and uh like it's great because you have there's somebody there to like bounce stuff off of a lot of times um what was i playing oh um limbo when I was playing Limbo, there was like three guys on. One guy was really just like, hey, you should do this. You do this. And he kept saying, if you don't want me to tell you any of this, that's fine. I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, that's fine. I don't care. I just want to get through this. I, like, I just want to see the end. So you give me all the tips you want or all the hints or what you're seeing. Um, so it's a lot of fun. But then sometimes you're just like, hey, I just want to play this game. And I don't want to have to think about having a conversation. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I need pants. to I need to get back to streaming a bit more. But with the kids off, then normally the time that I'd stream is either really late at night like this are like during the day when the kids are at school mm-hmm. so as of not next week but the week after the kids are back at school so that's probably when us too yeah that's probably when i'll start streaming which is quite good for things like uh tiny king so i mm-hmm. think i can play a bit of tiny king get an idea of the controls and then do a stream of that the week after and really cover it but the one thing I can tell you, John, you will never see me uh, stream in a suit. Uh, it's just not going to happen. I'm not. Uh, I'm not wearing a suit. I'm also not going to wear the glasses that the Splatoon guy wore. Um, not the in the uh, treehouse. He wore uh, like like he, sunglasses. I just don't. I don't understand shades inside. I'm too old to understand <laughs> that. I think. Um, so yeah, we're not the blues. We're not the blues brothers. Jeez. Yeah, come on, man. Um, yeah, but that's uh, that's it. I, I will look like I look now in a in a game pass hoodie and that's about it and i have on donkey kong uh uh sleep shorts that's what i got on right now sleep pants i don't know what I'm wearing, call them. I, I have i have pac-man ones oh yeah there you go see we, we we're doing good we're doing real good it's either these or i have um mario ones and then in the winter when it's really really cold i have flannel ones that i wear so there you go now you know all the deets on my on my pj <laughs> pants i know y'all were like dang i need to know this stuff now you do you're welcome you Patreon the insights to our it's <laughs> <laughs> a whole different level. Um, um, Mr. Hammer and Johnny has given us a question. He starts with a bit of an intro to this. I am so high on high on life. I don't even like first person shooters. It just looks like crazy fun. Um, basically, Rick and Marty inspired world. With that in mind, two questions for you, gentlemen. Have you ever found yourself enjoying a game from a genre you don't norm you normally don't like because of the character's theme or environment? And I should I, I should have I should have been there. I was ready. I, I wasn't. I might not have been ready for Rab- this. See, Mario Rabbids. I mm, that's a good one. I do not do that's a real turn-based strategy games that mm-hmm. well. Like they really bought. But Mario Rabbids, I absolutely loved it. Like the wife bought me it, and I'd seen like trailers of it and stuff, and I was like looking at it, and I was like. She's like, oh yeah, it was only like thirty pound. It was really cheap, and it's Mario. I thought you'd like it. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. I'll play this, see what it's like, and then fell in love with it. And I was like, you know what? I say, I even said to her, normally this isn't my type of game, but this is 
awesome. Thanks very much. This is great. I'm completely addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. That'd be because it was Mario basically that I played it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that. that that is you. That's a good one. I didn't think about that um, because I'm I am not turn based either. And you could do the same thing with like uh, the like Paper Mario is the same yeah. thing. Not normally something I would like, but I I played through Paper Mario and <clears throat> and really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that. Sorry, I'm stealing I'm stealing Sean's answer. I'm lame. Yeah, Sonic Spinball as well. I'm not big on pinball games, but Sonic Spinball I enjoyed that as well as a kid. So. And then the second part to his question, what one TV series, movie, or book would you like to be a, a, see adapted into a video game? Well, I don't read books, just to be... Actually, you know what? If they stuck more to the book and they kind of like gave you all the worlds, you could do like a Ready Player One. It'd be like fourth yes. wall breaking. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Ready Player One adapted into some type of video game. It'd probably be lame, but if done right, it might not be. And I'd really that could be really good. I, I'd really like to see that. So, yeah, um, make it make it open world, mm-hmm. so you can go anywhere within the Ready Player One world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could go and do races and this, that, and the other. That'd be pretty good. Uh, Wreck It Ralph. That'd be another one I'd like to see. <laughs> that would be real fun. <laughs> that would that would be, be good. Yeah, I'd like that one. I mean, I know they did. I know they did a game, a mobile based game, but it was just you played Fix It Felix, mm-hmm. um, which was great. Um, what's the other one? I think I mentioned it last week. Lightyear. I'd like to see that as a game. That'd be pretty good. See Buzz Lightyear film. And mm. Stranger mm-hmm. Things. I'd like to see a Stranger Things game that wasn't the eight bit retro like looking one. I'd like to see like a next gen style open mm. world survival where you're trapped in the upside down and you kinda have to like survive. In the universe, but not the not the story. Like like that's yeah, in that's the unit, a, yeah. yeah. You, you you play you play a character that's not really mentioned within the, yeah. the story of Stranger Things and everything else, but you kind of just have it's like a I don't know, survival survival horror style game where you're trapped in the upside down and you're just basically trying to survive for as long as possible. Yeah, that could be that could be a lot of fun. I, I would really like to see that. Um, I'd be down. And like they use well. they use a, a noise meter, which then brings me to the the other film that I'd like to see is a, a, a what was it called? A Quiet Place. That one. That was a that was good... that was rumored. We talked about that at one point. I'm looking it up yeah. right now. So like you basically the, the same sort of scenario. It's a survival style base, but you've got to make absolutely zero noise. I mean, not a great game because the, you know, it doesn't need much of a soundtrack. It doesn't need much of a audio track or anything like that because you play the game really quietly but basically yeah you got to kind of survive explore help survivors but make no noise yeah um uh a quiet place it says coming 2022 but i i doubt that's right um a terrifying new video game experience an untold story of survival in the quiet place universe and that's why we were so excited because it's exactly that deal where it's in the universe but it's not it's not that story it's not you're not following just that story um i'm trying to see who puts it out here there is there is like not much Uh, still says coming says coming 2022 
but nobody has posted on their Twitter since October 26th of 2021. <laughs> that is not, that is, that is not very, uh, yeah, that doesn't bode well for the fact that it's coming out at this um, point. I don't know. Now, now, see, floodgates have opened Dexter. I'd like to see, you know, you play Dexter in Miami. You kind of like through the day, you got to go and do like tasks of, researching crime scenes and stuff like that and sometimes you you know you'd pick up on a crime scene that was a serial killer which then you could kind of like go back and you had to research in, in his lab and mm-hmm. find like the details for this and you had to spend nights stalking so on a night time you had to then stalk this serial killer to kind of see what they were doing and then you know basically wrap him in plastic and chuck him in the sea all right well that sounds great i'm i'm, I'm, in, I'm down <laughs> Oh, thanks, Hambone. Thanks, John. We really appreciate. Thanks, John and John, the Johns. Thanks, Johns, for giving us some questions. We really appreciate that. Sean is frozen. I don't know what happened. No, I'm not frozen. I'm really just reading Hayes Chad. Um, yeah, Hayes Chad says uh, Fall Cry Six has really awesome DLC for it. You you play as a main character from Fall from Far Cry. Um, you have to go into the Upside Down to get your dog. Uh, it was a 45 minute long mission. So he says like the Far Cry DLC seems very cool to have. Um, huh. if you want something that Stranger Things themed. so That is cool. I have not heard that at all. That's neat. All right. Well, this is the end of our audio podcast. Yeah. So you guys that don't like to watch us live or watch the videos or anything like that, you know, see you later. It's nice. Thanks for coming. Um, stick with us, guys, if you want to watch the GPN Showcase. Um, and Nick will roll us through. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening. If you want to catch the trailers that we're going to be previewing, head over to Twitch or YouTube. Everything is at Game Pass News. If you want to be involved in the Discord chat, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dice and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access into the Nintendo Dice Discord where we sit. Or subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll get you access sorted out. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com or DM us, shout us, tweet us, do everything you can do over at Twitter. That's at Game Pass News 2. And if you listen to this via your podcasting app, please, you know, go on there, give some stars, give some feedback. We love that. It's great. We make this show for you. So please feel free to get in touch in any way possible. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Nick Metzger, thanks again for listening. And until next time, guys, we shall see you.